A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. I want to fly like an eagle. Dolls. Dolls. We're so fucking back. We are so back. We're back in the source, the God source. We're back in our source fucking energy. Yeah. I truly thought... I was filled with dread. I, I was know. like, I don't want this. Me too. I don't want this laugh. And then, lo and behold, it's like I'm fucking happy today. I went <sighs> logging, you know, doing the whole, like, and then kind of took a deep breath and then hit play. And I was expecting the worst. And from the get go, the immediate cut to credits, I was like, I'm in. Yeah. I said we are so back. We're so fucking back. We're so back. It's not even funny. I think that's the key is to keep your expectations crucially low. Yeah. Like keep your expectations suicidally low with Vanderbump rules and it will give you all the joy that you need. You were expecting season 10 to be bad, right? Oh, yeah. I was like, this is my hell. I was like, heave ho. Whoa. That's what was mm-hmm. me going into season 10 because I had jumped ship on season nine. You said, I said, I simply will ship. no longer. I said, I don't want to be in somewhere for even a second. No. Yeah, you were ready to, you were like sailing. You've already reached like an island sailing I was like, away I'm from done. the sinking ship. I'm done. Yeah. They don't deserve me. No. If they can't handle me at my season nine recaps, they don't deserve me at my recaps. No. But now, but now you're in we're your cups. Back. <laughs> I love when someone's in their cups. I'm on my dumb shit. Um, so yeah, I was like, I was pleased. Yeah, I mean, it's look. I'm still gonna lower my expectations. Yeah, I'm not giving it a pass yet. And no, I'm, and I'm. I give the episode. It wasn't perfect. It certainly wasn't. But it was way better than I thought it was gonna be. And 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 clearly... it made me laugh at times, and it gave me enough. And I I truly am in. A space of delusion where I kind of think that like editors and producers are now creating this show like for me in this <laughs> podcast. What's that disease where, or that illness, mental illness where someone thinks their life is the Truman Show? What's it, it has like a specific name? 
I don't know, but my narcissism is at an all time high. <laughs> I was like, they listen. I was like, not only do they listen, like they know and they're sending me signals. I mean, it feels, there's... it feels, and Sierra said this because I watched with her last night. She was like, this is for like the real fans who have been, <laughs> who have her. been. I was like, say more. She was like, who've been there from the fucking jump and mm. like know all these relationships. And like, it's not going to hit as hard if you're just kind of a newbie coming in. I could see you being like, what are, what is this episode? But there was something about it that like really, sp- I was like, we've put in the work and now we're going to see how this shit shakes the fuck out. The feast is bountiful. There's, mounds of fruits and vegetables it's like cornucopia vibes totally um the budget feels higher they're letting editors get really creative which i feel like we could rein that back a bit yeah they're like we lost the creative emmys which is a cry and shame they lost to fucking ryan they lost to like i'm sorry i don't believe that anyone ever watched rex him who cares a lot of people care what there's a whole swath like of this country that loves Ryan Reynolds. But I like don't understand, nor have I ever spoken with or interacted with like a, a Ted Lasso fan or like a Wrexham head. I love Rob McInerney. Yeah, love him. So like I, I give him a pass for it. But like, yeah, I, I don't know a single soul who watched Ted it. Ted Lasso about rugby? I think it's a Foot- football? football soccer team. Oh, okay. I think it's like a. I here I was th- thinking it was a rugby game. I, I think he goes to like know. manage. I'm just like not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna go there. All I know is the one woman. That lady, we can't. She's a. But she. Every time I open an app, there <laughs> I know, she is. I have to say though, she, which I love about her, is she's the woman in Game of Thrones who went shame, shame. I've never with watched the bell. Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. So. I'm um, like, there's a part of the culture that just is like, I have not accessed. Apple TV hits heart, hits home for a lot of people, and I love that for them. Mm-hmm. But they're really on VPR; they're going for it. But let's before we get into it, let's we have a few things to discuss. Yeah, number one, Lisa Barlow has bangs. I didn't see this. Do you want to see a picture of them? Yeah, <laughs> I always think that bangs are never the answer Mm-mm. for whatever you're going through unless you're dakota fanning yeah or no sorry dakota johnson yeah mm-hmm. and maybe dakota fanning i don't know <laughs> i would say dakota fanning should stay away from bangs i yeah. would advise most people like mm-hmm. don't don't do it mm-hmm. sister i guess zoe de chanel can have bangs we've never yeah. known her without no i don't <laughs> oh my god i'm looking now yeah oh i support lisa I prefer her shiny mermaid waves, but it is kind of giving like a bit 70. Like I can see where it could go from here and I'm happy for her. And she was excited. So I'm excited for her. You know what I hear? You know what I hear in my head when I hear when I when I look at her and mm-hmm. with bags I hear. Oh, you're a native New Yorker. <laughs> Dun, bum, bum, it does feel bum, very bum, bum. New York of her dun, to have bangs. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Um, she needed this. No, I'm happy for her. If Lisa's happy, I'm happy. That's just Me my too. rule. Happy wife, happy life. It's true. Um, Sandoval. Okay. I listened to basically the whole episode. Yeah. Sierra made me watch all of Tom Sandoval 
by the way, that podcast is on YouTube. The Nick Vile podcast, which is a podcast that I never ventured into until yesterday. And now I I have to be quite honest with you. you I'll be returning. Well, they I mean, they were the first one. They were the first they landed the first interview with Gypsy Rose. Blanchard. It's a huge podcast. Um, I have to say I, I like his style. I know. He's kind of cunty. He's cunt. And I love his wife. Yeah, she's she's you should have watched the video version because she's like giving she's like trying not to laugh at times like texting at times she's like making eye contact with people off camera like at things tom sandoval says i was like this is the most entertaining thing i've ever seen i'm obsessed with them she's a sniper she's good she's i love her natalie joy she's amazing love her um, sandoval came 45 minutes late which is like and nick was like fuck you so that's strike one they were not happy with him I guess Nick and him were on that show together. Special Forces. So, okay, they had, like, some kind of bond. But, like, I'm sorry. You don't show up to a pod 45 minutes late. No. That's rude. It's rude as hell. Unless you're, like, you know, Rihanna. You're not allowed to show up late. Mm-hmm. You know? Even then, it's like, come on, girl. But, like, you get... But Tom's... Especially Zanzibar. Like, Zanzibar. <laughs> Zanzibar is not in any place. But he seemed like he was on drugs he was fucked up he's he's reaching a rock bottom of sorts i fear okay here are my here are my quick points okay schwartz came off really well but he also was i think in terms of i mean it's easy it's not hard to come off well when you're next to someone who's like sundowning on whatever he's on schwartz is such a fucking like false prophet like he is literally Tom Sandoval's mouthpiece. mouthpiece. He does everything for him. It's like it is crazy to me. The levels of codependence are as high as they've ever been. Yeah, and he That's basically why I think he did not come off well. No, I just think he like he sounded more articulate than Tom fucking Sandoval, who was he kept he kept calling natalie dude too i was like stop don't i was the dude you're 43 yeah shut up or 48 or whatever how old you actually are stop saying dude don't call i don't i don't feel like you shouldn't call a girl dude it's the you don't know that well i think that tom schwartz i think that he brings his own life and personal brand down by associating publicly with tom sandoval and in the in going on these ventures together i'm like this is a horrible look for you he should absolutely break away and like write a book about being like an appendage to this fucking he should become like a fiction author yeah and that's what I meant by he sounded better because he just sounded like in comparison. No, yeah. but like Tom, he comes out and he's like, eh, and he's wearing sunglasses inside, which I was like, only people on drugs do that. Yeah. I just read the situation's memoir and he talked about this entire look that Tom Sandoval was doing with the hat pulled and the sunglasses situation was on opiates. And he's on opiates. I don't know, but I was like, is I, he rolling? I hope that things aren't spiraling out of control for him. But I saw a man who was on the edge. I think he's been on the edge for for years. I think he's been on the edge since he's been on a razor's edge. We he just didn't know it because times were good. But this is a man who has lost everything, whose life has fallen apart, who has nothing. He continues to blame Ariana for the affair. Like, let's be real. He's just be real. 
He'd be real, but he's just like, he's basically, he's like, yeah, man, I fucked up. I fucked up, dude. I fucked up. He kept saying fuck too, which I was like, you just said fuck too much. Yeah, dude, I fucked up, man. But like, you know, I was in this relationship, man. And like, she talked down to me, man. She talked to me like I was right here. So you want me to get stupid? You want me to get real? You know why she had to talk to you like that? Because you're a big dum dum. Because you're stupid. He went. She loved because she loved you, but you were very stupid. And she went. She talked to me like I was down there, man. You know, dude. Like and then yourself. And he was like getting like he's a, he's a psycho. He goes. Then you know my self worth. That's basically what he said. He was. So belittled by Ariana, his self-worth drew him. And he goes, and here's Raquel slash Rachel, like, appearing before me with the whipped cream bikini, like, from Varsity Blues. And I was like, dude, she maybe thinks I'm hot. What? I'm like, fuck you. You were fucking other people before that. Like, you you thought you were hot. I'm sorry. I don't buy that. Yeah. I mean, I... There's like a shred of truth to that, but this like isn't well, yeah. the place. Read the room, babe. You can't show up like 45 minutes late and then spew this shit and then, to Nick Vile of all people and Natalie Joy. Show some respect. <laughs> some, respect put, <laughs> some respect on Natalie Joy's name. But then Nick was like, I'm listening to you and I don't hear like that you're actually taking accountability because you have to qualify every... There's always an excuse. There's always a but. Like there's always an, an he's like why do you have to attach something just unless you just just say yeah I'm sorry I fucked up that was really wrong of me but you always have to say but here's why you know what I mean he goes what am I supposed to say man dude it's not good and then he Nick was like Nick said that then Nick asked Schwartz what he wants and Schwartz is like it's scary out there dating and then he goes and then he goes. Sandoval, why are you giving me that look? He goes, because I thought you were going to ask me that too. He's like, who was Sandoval with before? He was like, he was like, where were you? Why, like, that you were so late? And he was like, I was spending time with a friend. I was like, he was probably like peeing, peeing with some chick. <laughs> <laughs> he was out in like Deep Valley. Like, what is he up? What are you up to? He was out in like Chatsworth. He's up to no good. But I was like, I don't wish anything bad to happen to him. No, but I like not. got worried. I was like, this is a man. I was Bethany Frank. I was like, this is a crisis. Just the state he appeared in, his physical, like sunglasses, hat, late. Something is not right. Yeah, something is woefully. Something is he is unwell. woefully awry, and I pray that he gets the help he so desperately needs. And I pray that Schwartz gets a fucking backbone. He has a lot of healing to do. He does. And I I I don't empathize with him, but I Me also neither. I was trying to think if I do and the answer is I don't. But I do <laughs> I don't. But I do feel for anyone that's like all I can say is it must suck to be him. Yeah. His Just, shoes told me everything I needed to know. He was wearing a pair of like leopard van slip ons. Yeah, his whole And I said he always doesn't he always wear like like sandals and every time Schwartz opens his mouth, I'm like, shut up. You guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's us. That was me watching the entire Schwartz and Sandy Nick Vile unfolding. Do you think Schwartz and Sandoval would be buried together? They should be holding like in hands a, in a crypt. They should be entombed together. They should it's have, like, only right. A plot together. They should just get gay married. Yeah, they really should just get married. Just for just for like financial like for biz it would be 
a good business move for them. And then maybe eventually they'll just fall in love. And they could, I think, find happiness fucking each other eventually. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible for them. Do you think Schwartz's dick works? No. But I also <laughs> don't see him being like like a hungry bottom either. I don't see Schwartz. No, I think Sandoval is the bottom. I don't see Schwartz being happy with anyone, which is sad. Just God bless to whoever, whatever. He's not part- happy with himself. He's not happy with himself, but whoever he, ch- whoever chooses him as a partner, I just wish Godspeed and love and light to you, and I and I wish you healing. Yeah, you Helen. have some healing to do. You have some healing, Katie. I wish you well because you got out. Mm-hmm. But she still has healing to do. She's, <laughs> but she's on her way to healing. She is on a healing journey. She and Kyle Richards, same outfit. Hmm. Um. Um. I guess we can talk about one other thing that happened. Which is that a cruise? Some the world's biggest cruise ship set sail. Icon of the seas. It's. Have you seen the photos of it? It is literally like it's a floating city. It looks like a giant cake. I can't imagine anything worse than being on a cruise with ten thousand people. It is. That's an astounding amount of people. It's so many people. That's like it's too si- many people to be on a boat. That's two thousand less than the people that lived in my town growing up. I don't trust it. That is, uh, pandemic will be born on that. I'm sorry. A zombie outbreak. I don't like it one bit. Can you imagine if COVID sweeps through that thing or like norovirus? Like they will, they'll go down left and right. Not for me, Dole. Imagine being on a crew. Imagine laying your head to sleep at night in your like little room and being like, there are 10,000 other people on the ship. Farting, breathing, pooping, fucking going missing screaming falling off the accidentally boat. throwing babies off the side who did that there was a grandpa who accidentally he held his granddaughter up to the sorry this is so sad <laughs> he held his granddaughter up to like a window and accidentally dropped her out of it on a cruise ship it was like a whole thing sorry i would have i probably would have followed suit yeah yeah no i I. no there's nothing I great able, about it i wouldn't be able to live with myself uh obviously I would I would look at him it's and so... he would turn to me and I'd look at him and I'd go, go it's over for you, girlfriend. I'd say Girl, you know what to do. You did not eat. You go out. God, that's guys It's so I'm sad. telling you, I like I don't want to yuck anyone's yum with cruising because like there was a big gay cruise that just left Port the Atlantis cruise, which happens every year where there's like five thousand Not for gays, me either. People are just they're just I saw a guy a guy posted that he he said not bad and it was a clicker that said ninety four and he had been on the Atlantis cruise, so he took 94 loads. Oh, he's doing a load count? Yeah. That is like a fun, maybe, maybe were I a gay man, I would find myself taking loads on a cruise, and but I'm not. So no. it's not for me. And I am a gay man, and that's still not for me. Yeah. But not I, all gays are cruise gays. But I don't yuck their yum. And I almost feel like gays get a pass in a way. I do too. But if you are like families, be warned. Couples, be straight couples, be warned. If you going, you will be falling off ship. You will go missing. You'll go. You're going to die. Someone at sea. will go. Someone will, you will end up, whether it be someone you know or just a rando on the boat, you will fall overboard and go missing. Mm hmm. Which is, that's just what it happens. One horrible thing happens every cruise. Whether you hear about it or not, it's happened. I can't believe that story you just told. That is the worst. I know, I'm sorry I brought it no, up. No, no, no. I mean, what? It's whatever. It's a horrific. This is a crisis. Cruise. <laughs> a crisis. Icon of the Seas is 10,000 people. Did they I don't want to go 10, like, on a roller coaster is it on a 10, cruise. actually 10,000? 
Yeah. It's oh the, the biggest ship in the world. What if it sinks? That was the first thought. I was like, this is Titanic vibes. In this economy, you can trust. Well, it's also like, I'm sorry, you're risking it. Stop. <laughs> Don't you dare. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Laura. Please. But like, I'm just saying, like, you cannot expect a ship. Like, that is insane to me. That almost makes me want to cry because it's know. so scary. I thought this is too big for Carrie. It is too big for me. And it's just like, it's too much. It's too much. Too many things. Too many things. And I think that, are they are they practicing, like, seasteading? Do you know what that is? I don't know. It's like what Peter Thiel wants to do, where they just have, like, man-made flotillas where people just, like, live in the ocean. I don't think the cruise ships are practicing that. I think the cruise ships are practicing, we sell 10,000 tickets and we load up the livestock and take them to, like... The Caribbean, to, some I, other stop, and then some other stop, and then drop them off. And if they're late, they don't get on the boat. To an island that's been, like, decimated by tourism and just, like... Yeah. Okay. Um, Incredible. But some people are seasteading. Yeah. Peter Thiel. Yeah. The billionaires and the yacht, it's a whole different story. Well, there was going to be that yacht that traveled around the world for a year. That's happening. But they all got COVID like a month into it. But or I think like... it's still going. Well, yeah. I mean, no one's. They just had to stay in their little cabins. It's true. I don't. I'm not willingly getting in to a non-luxury situation that is the literal embodiment of heave ho. You did your stint on a cruise, and I've you paid cruised. for it. You paid for it. Yeah, I've cruised high and I've cruised low. And I've been there, done that, sister, and I'm not going back. How many cruises have you taken? I've taken two cruises. I did one with my family, a two-week Mediterranean cruise. Then one with Jason. And then one with my friend Jason that was an EDM cruise where Skrillex performed. And that was... There's a Kid Rock cruise. A journey. I mean, it's just like... I'd perform on a cruise ship. You'd, You'd pod? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Pace. But if I kind of base, if I kind of the seas, <laughs> imagine if like a war, nuclear war broke out while I kind of the seas is out to sea, and then you're just like we're stuck. Like, what if someone blew this ship up? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, it feels they possible. Will, they're gonna they blow will. the toilets up. That would be like with their neurovirus. They're gonna fucking. <laughs> it's imagine what happened on that one ship. With the, the ultimate poop. terrorist attack would be to blow up a cruise ship. That would really get the American people riled. Well, imagine, though, like, if what happened to that one cruise where everyone was, like, sleeping in tents because there were no uh, the sewage, the septic system They were, system like, blew. eating onions. Imagine if that happened on Icon of the Seas. I feel like you're just one step away, one wrong move away from that exact scenario happening. Well, I pray that, like, no rogue waves hit, no, no disasters happen, and Icon safely... But it may need to be its one and only voyage because that is just... That's too much energy expelling into the atmosphere. Like that is destroying. That's climate change. That is climate change. I'm sorry. That's killing like multiple orcas. The effects of Icon of the Sea. Maybe they deserve. Our children's children will reap for decades to come. I think we could do with one less orca. Um, I disagree. Okay. Guys, we have more pressing issues at hand. And that is Vanderpump Rules. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. 
Pump heads. Pump heads. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. <sighs> These opening credits slap. Yeah, I liked it. It just immediately. <laughs> I went like this. Whoa. Was it what I imagine like assisted ketamine therapy to be like? Lisa looked. She's giving Sleepy Joe. Lisa. Okay. <laughs> she was Nana with bazongas. She was fucking Nana's jugs were out. Nana's jugs were out. This episode. She's I'm obsessed literally... though with an opening credit in a restaurant that doesn't exist. <laughs> Something about her. It's like not open. Still. Guys. It's a, it's a dreamscape. It's designed it's by another Nancy Myers, dimen- another dimension. production designer. The lattice. The loaves, the tiny cups, the neon uplighting. There's something about her. But it's it starts, a fever dream. But it, but by God, we start off with them and Ariana and Katie and something about her. And, and we, we end a, with Lisa. I am also like... Lisa's like this. Why is she just standing there? Lisa goes like this. She went like this. <laughs> like, she used to throw something. Yeah, Remember she, she used to throw a scarf or she'd throw your, her bag at you or throw... Like a like a coat in your direction. She should throw pennies at us. Yeah, just throw she us, should. Pelt us with coins. She should throw just a drink in the face and it's yeah. Like, uh, well, that's she, they did that on Mob Wives. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with her just stiffly turning. She looked stoned. Stoned. <laughs> she was like this. She was like this. <laughs> she looks like the Sphinx. She, she it was been, not good. I'm not trying to comment on a woman's jarred. looks. I over, was jarred. Like, I need some movement. I'm going to need some I'm arm, a, sister. I'm a little... <laughs> Go, girl. Give us arms. Give, us, give me an arm. <laughs> throw one thing. Go, you throw girl. a dog. Throw a tiny dog. <laughs> throw, hold <laughs> throw, a gun out. Throw puppies. Th- hold pointed guns Even the a gun, yeah. And shoot, shoot the camera. Shoot a gun and shoot <laughs> it right <laughs> in the face. That would be so cunt. <laughs> If um, Lisa turned actually around, like if she turned slowly, but then had an AR-15 and then slowly pointed at the camera and unleashed, they should do. They should have done like a mob wife style intro where like they all face each other, and like you just see them like. Dun, 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 no, we have to. Dun, dun. I I crave in a restaurant. Like it's not VPR if they're not in a restaurant of sorts, tur- turning slowly. My biggest beef is that there's not enough sloshing liquids. My biggest beef is that, is that they're not servers anymore. I know. I Get was your like, asses back. I would be really upset if I was one of the sad cast members picked to be in Sir of all places. Where's wish, Peter also? I know. I wish Tom had like lost everything, everything, and had to like become a bartender again. That's <laughs> <laughs> It goes into something about her and shows like the girls and then goes to Tom Tom and just shows Schwartz. It goes to Sir and shows those sad three. And then it goes like out into the alley through the streets of Los Angeles into a corner of Hollywood, a tent. And it just shows Tom Sandoval in like no. a fucking tent. No, I meant like become, having to like work his way like back up. Like roasting a hot dog. No, some people like wanted Tom to lose everything. No, they will not be happy until he's like overdosing on the street. One thing that I that we can just discuss now, but it comes up later that Schwartz reveals that people were like coming just to Schwartz and Sandy's and like heckling and going <laughs> ah! and like harassing <laughs> the, the staff. I'm like, that is insane. If you went to Schwartz and Sandy's to like harass the people 
who are just working like, there. Fuck you to fuck a waiter. You. Like you're a be- you're a piece of shit. Their lives are already hell. They don't need you in the mix. But like that is you are unwell if you did that. I'm sorry. Like it's fun. Yeah, it's fun to go. Like I went recently. Like ironically, and then turned out you I really was, supported small businesses. I was charmed. That day. But like if you were yeah, going, you loved it. If you were going to like heckle. That is bizarre behavior, and you need help. I'm Tad sorry. Antisocial. It's antisocial behavior. It's a little and I, strange. I'm not on sh- the Tom side at all, but I'm like, that is fucking weird. I went to Schwartz and Sandy's the day Scandal broke that night. Damn, bitch. I got treated like a fucking queen. <laughs> no, they I think, gave me the free hat. You know, I think I liked it because I got recognized. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, that is. They gave me. I liked it. I mean, the I don't is, like the hat's it. That's pretty cool. I try. I sold it on posh. I posh that shit. <laughs> I much? tried to sell it. I I did an auction for a thousand dollars to see if anyone would buy it. No one did. I think I sold it for like forty. Still forty thousand down the forty dollars. You really haggled that. No, I was like, what if there's someone who just wants to I throw mean, me a grand? Out there I mean, I, you never know. It's you worth the you, you should have said like. I pissed in it or something. <laughs> I and shit. then some guy. I'll I sh- shit. Buy I for a thousand dollars. I'll shit in it and send it. To yeah, you. like someone would have. I'll rub my pussy. Okay, I'll get. I'll say get I a rub, little. Say I rub my my puss against. This. I will rub my puss against this and yeah. send it to you for a thousand dollars and fart in it. And I think some guy will be like, "Hell yeah!" I got to get the freaks out on the next posh live. Wasn't that who was that one ninety day fiance gal that was like farting into bags and then she got like sick because <laughs> she was taking too much fiber? I don't know, um, but um, love that for her. Tom and Ariana's house still has that. Why is there Lego painting on the wall? It's still? still there. Don't you think that would be the first thing to come down? Take it down. Literally, I think that's weird. It's haunted. It's like what? Are you, like that is. I wonder if production made them put it up. It's very strange. I feel like they that wasn't their choice. I don't know. Every time I saw a shot, when I saw the shots of Tom Sandoval's bedroom and our the state of Ariana's bedroom, you guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. It was giving. It was Something. major crisis. It was crisis. Was, you're both fucking unwell as um, hell. Brock and Sheena, we cut to their bungalow and Marina. Marina, and their painting is incredible. They what have, was their painting? You didn't. See I didn't it? see it. Oh. I was too focused on Summer Moon. She's a true star, the cutest baby of all time. Young Sheena. Wow. Or a portrait, I guess. But it That's looks like beautiful. It looks like the haunted house where the eyes go. <laughs> it is a bit Disney's haunted mansion. Summer Moon is growing up before our eyes. She knows how to spell her name. I love her. She's a, she's a star. We go to James and Allie's house. It's in Burbank. <sighs> Honestly, okay. Here's my thought about James. I think his days are numbered. I think the the heave ho cancellation is coming for him. As it should. Raquel. On her latest rogue I installment. Know, I know. I heard it. Intimated some things. And here's my also, here's my like conspiracy theory about things. So we all know the valley's coming out. No one's safe. And Dodie is back in the mix. Vertical blinds, popcorn ceilings, and all. But my like I have tinfoil. A tinfoil thought, which is that has bravo bought her silence with by putting her in this show because she was beating that james drum that was like her whole thing yeah i mean that's and now i don't think she i don't think she would say anything 
if she's she can't you can't go rogue if you're on the show we all know that guys i'm telling rachel went she went real every day i'm like in shock at how rogue she has gone she she went really rogue especially in the the fifth installment or fourth i was like i went like that i was driving to my car and i was like this bitch has gone the fuck rogue yet again every day Intimations. she goes roguer and roguer she insinuated a lot of things and i feel for her and this burbank house burbank by the way is cute burbank is really cute so this house cute. is not it's red but it's in the air the landing or takeoff track so there's this burbank everyone who doesn't live in la there's burbank airport bob hope right bob hope airport in burbank and it does mostly like southwest and like it's a southwest hub to new york and you know who moved into the runway james James and alley so as every few every few minutes the the china (laughs) rattles just constantly sounding like air the droning of air like very safe yeah i was like they that was a crisis moment for me too their days are numbered Mm -hmm. um schwartz schwartz also i was like you guys are in a crisis i'm on my way (laughs) the plants i'm sorry i've been there when someone goes from no plants to tons of plants all of a sudden something has gone awry he's always just like barefoot and just like his dirty blanket on his couch yeah he just looks and he has his coffee table is like a lizard tank is a tank i'm like you're the saddest divorcee I've ever seen. He's the most divorced man. Um, and when he says like that the divorce was one of the lowest points of his life, I'm like, this is how is that possible? You hated your wife. <laughs> how is it possible that you actively hated and disliked this person? Yeah. And yet divorcing them was like the hardest and lowest point of your life. Also on the Nick Vial interview, he was like, it was our dream house and like I was we were so we had the most like healthy amicable I'm like you guys you were abused you were you had the worst relationship I've ever seen on camera you were emotionally abusive to her constantly and belittled her you like destroyed this woman's life for 12 years so and she finally extricated herself from the situation and if that's your dream house it says a lot um Katie, Katie comes, comes over, over. She's got her new lesbian hair. She's looking very fly. Ariana just has flowers like up the wazoo. It it almost is like a mix of like a death in the family or just like it's bereavement coded. But it's very like this is her life now. The adoring fans just sending flowers. Everyone sending flowers. Or I guess um, it was her birthday. Yeah, but I feel like she just got flowers for months and months. They um, have to make small talk about the sandwich. It just kills me that Ariana still has to do the sandwich shop. No, she's like, I'm on Broadway. I right would now. not want a sandwich shop yeah. holding me back. It's certainly not a sh- sandwich shop with Chef Penny on board. Because <laughs> <laughs> so Ariana... we brought Penny on in a new capacity, and I literally. You guys are in a crisis. <laughs> I'm on my way. She goes, She's the C E C I O C oh oh cool co i was like guys just just the just shut it over. down it's okay you guys are doing great you i guys think are katie fine. i think should continue ariana though i think katie could buy ariana out of the sandwich shop ariana's like um she's a broad she's a songstress now 
She's on to bigger and better. Like, you just, like, don't want to be tied to a sandwich shop when you become Angelina Jolie. Um, Ariana explains, like, the setup that how... So, Sandoval currently is filming... Special Forces. Special Forces in New Zealand, so he's not there. But when he is there, they communicate via his assistant, Anne, who I wrote, God, poor Anne. And I'm also like, get a grip, you guys. Just text each other. And like, we see a shot of her texting Anne. Please tell him to turn the LED off. To LED lights off. It's annoying the neighbors. And then Anne wrote back, Tom says they fall under freedom of speech. I was like, now this is getting like... This, this is-, is a kink. Yeah. To, to text, to do that kind of texting with a third party, you're into you're having a kinky thing go it's on. Exhibition. It's sick. Just text each other. You guys have chosen to live in the same house. Text each other. I yeah. I would just text her if I if it were me. I'd be like if I were her. I'd be like I'm coming downstairs. Or I'd be like, hey, please turn the lights off every night to her. Not tell this person. Yeah. Who's in the other room? Like, don't. Yeah, I mean... Tom says he wants to buy Ariana out and stay in the house. And she's in a place of, fuck you. I get it. I can't, I get it, too. Like... I, I would... I, I get... I get... It's it's petty, but I get... She's allowed... I think she's... She's... In this moment is allowed to be petty. My take on Ariana watching this is I was like, this is a depressed person who has like gone through an insane experience like not only i think losing someone that she was truly in love with and like wanted to really really wanted to be with like deeply wanted to be in this relationship and then had not only had it like blow up in her face but like the level of betrayal is like shocking and then on top of that becoming like world famous from this breakup yeah having people be like queen to everything you say and do and i think as like a fellow depressive sometimes like when people stan you it can feel really weird because you're like i hate myself and i don't understand like i don't feel good right now so the people standing me feels really uncomfortable because like i don't feel good about myself and then you're like in your head about it like i've had those moments where you're where you're like i should feel good but i feel like shit and then i feel mad at myself because i feel like shit well it's it's classic imposter syndrome yeah it's like and i was getting that vibe from her no totally it's like feeling like I have that too, where like when good things are happening and I things I've earned, I feel like I want to like hide from it, mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's also like for me like my it's like very a symptom of my alcoholism too, like just like that, like oh like don't be nice, you know what I mean? I, and which is tied up in depression. So yeah, I see I see sort of like a shell shocked. She was giving shell shocked. I noted a depression bun at play, but the kitchen looks good. Looks fine, but I'm also like, yeah, sue him to get the house sold and move out. Yeah. Um, Sheena and... Well, James and Allie uh, are like trying to build furniture by their pool. And the airplanes are literally flying over (laughs) every two minutes. I was like... It's a war zone out there. They literally live in a chemtrail. Yeah. (laughs) They are... I would start to believe in chemtrails if I lived... Constant plane noise. 
slender lady she would be set the fuck off by this weren't the my town haddonfield was like sort of not in the flight path but like a lot of planes going to philly would like fly over like you you fly over so i guess it is the flight path but like you see you heard planes a lot but Mm -hmm. this is like this This is is every 10 minutes this is every five minutes and they're like 500 feet in the air (laughs) the plane takes off over your house they're about to have like a jet fall through their roof you could look at someone in the window of the plane and see what they were mouthing that's how close they are yeah Um, you can take off from burbank if you're depending what direction you're flying and fly right over james and Allie's house and look into their backyard does Allie have like bleached eyebrows i don't know something was different about her there's something about her um i'm darked out by james me too i think that he's like too perky because he knows that the other shoe is like seconds away from dropping yeah i want him and i'm also like this is a crisis when i like this is truly a crisis whenever something does come out because the way that i feel like production has likely covered for him and like potentially like bravo is covered like it's about to be crisis mode like a tumbleweed blowing in an early spring wind sexy unique podcast is back on tour with a brand new show an immersive musical comedy erotic spectacular that will debut on February 25th in LA, Los Angeles. Then, what in tarnation? Carrie and I will be hitting the dusty trails, parking our steeds in Oklahoma City on March 1st. Then, on to the Lone Star State for two shows, Dallas-Fort Worth on March 2nd and Austin, Texas, March 4th. Us cowgirls are ready to lay down the law, so come get in line because it's time to two-step. Giddy up on over to sexyuniquepodcast.com right now and get your tickets while they're still hotter in Hades. That's sexyuniquepodcast.com for tickets for the Texas tour. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you'd do if you had a little more time in the day? Mm, I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Oh, I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's 
been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years. And a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SexyUnique. Carrie, have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Every other week. Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? So sick, but all is not lost because that's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any other on the market. Go to GetCanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchased today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use the code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off their Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. 
Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. This week on a brand new two niche, everyone's favorite niche topic haul show. Back by popular demand, we are deep diving on what's currently trending over at Conspiracy TikTok. We dissect the alleged rumors and the nastiness swirling around NASA, the 2024 election, Travis and Taylor being government psyops, and so much more. So tune in to new halls every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. She... <laughs> Sheena, uh, who's she talking to? Brock? Talking to Brock. She goes, um, they're talking about how Sandoval's childhood friend died recently, which is really sad. Yeah, they sit down on the couch to have a little scene. And she goes, I swear, every time I have a conversation on this house, I get Sandoval flashbacks. And Sheena reached out to Sandoval in the wake of the guy's death and was like, "Just, just, you don't have to like talk to me but just let me know like you're okay like that's all i want to know which Mm -hmm. is sweet and then she discovered that tom had blocked her number her instagram she goes she he blocked shenanigans and he blocked summer moon's instagram page which savage but like you gotta do what you gotta do and no and it's it's not i i'm not like defending him but i'm like when you're when you want complete removal like you just block everyone and she goes and he blocked my sister he blocked everyone, even shenanigans. My favorite part of this whole thing was like, I can't also believe, like Tom has also experienced like a lot of loss. Like I can't imagine going through that, having the entire world be like, fuck you. And then like a good friend of yours dying would be like friend. horrible. Yeah. And Sheena's like describing this and she goes, his friend Ali died. Um, And I mean like, it was Tom's best friend. He loved barbecue and he was really big on brisket. And I was like, wait, you're, this is how this man in, in is memoriam. now forever remembered is being really big on brisket. And she goes, he would like stay with us at Coachella. Like he'd be in our house. He always came around for a barbecue and he was really big on brisket. Here lies Ali. He was really hugely into brisket. <laughs> That's his obituary. This man loved Coachella and brisket. This is true on the beat behavior is to describe a dead person as having been, quote, really big on brisket. Um, Sheena is like really was really I mean, we'll get to it, but like she really was went through the ringer. Yeah. No one suffered more. No one has felt the ripples of the and the aftershocks of, of Scandal more than one Sheena Shea. Lala, we cut over to her place. I don't know. Why does she live in Westwood? I think because it's close to Randall's. That's a thought. Yes. Yeah. So, so she Lala- moved into like a large complex in Westwood. And her mom and brother both also moved into that same complex. It's cute. And now she just has her little orca pod. So she, yeah, her mom lives with her. Her brother, which is like always with her daughter, which is so cute. And... They have a really intact family and she's like, I, people are always like, when are you going to start dating? And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to like, she's like, have you seen my ex? Never. And but she also is like, I don't want to mess up my family dynamic that we have. I am sensing growth 
Me too. And remorse. Uh, Lala obviously has some healing to do. Um, but I was like, this one's going to be okay. I said, I see you, sister. And I, I respect, I put, I'm ha- putting respect on her name. She's, I'm like, I see you. You're in the rooms. And I see you, like, you know what I mean? Like, spiritually. Mm-hmm. And I feel her. And I think she really, I think she is also shell shocked. I think they're all like, they're all shell shocked. They're all sort of like, we, they just went through like a, almost like cataclysmic bolt of fame that where they went from being like niche beloved to like world famous basically nationally known the president knows about that like it's you know actually what I mean? insane when you think about it because like the way that this show also has like always worked is like it caught it began with this group of people who were talentless <laughs> had no prospects like were aging out of hollywood truly at the end of the line with like pretty much zero on the horizon except to like move back to wherever they came from and they get this show that changes everything like totally their life is going this way they get on minor pump rules and suddenly it goes that way they're on this journey for however long like the past 10 years and then it's like pretty much again we're coming to a close You've ended like season ten, season nine, because uh, Sandoval even said they thought season nine was going to be their last season because he was like it was the worst, and I was like you're fucking telling me I yeah. had to fucking pot about it, <laughs> and like then they do season ten and it's clear that like they probably it's going to be the end and they're going to have to figure out like the next pivot, the next step. For some people, Lala are better off than other people, Katie, and. <laughs> Well, no, it did feel like that finale felt like Lisa was like... It felt like the goodbye. She was like assembling them all and was like, I'm seeing... I worry for some of you. I I mean, she says in the first season... Many of you keep me up at night. She says in that first episode in season... Or the fifth episode in season one, she goes, there's a few people in here I know are going to be successful and that's not a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... She goes, and I know who they are. It's fucking grim out there for these people. Like... But then, then this thing happens and it sets off on a whole nother trajectory. And now we're here on this like the aftershock of not only like Lala's life blowing up due to this like horrific man that she was with, but like the aftershock of Scandaval, which made her kind of like a household name. Yeah. And, and- it is really interesting to see how the dust is settling just knowing all the history of everyone. And it almost feels like Lala is like, and maybe she's also an actress, so she's probably playing it up a little, but like... She definitely seems like she came to this season knowing that she has a job to do. She does, but I also sense like a a, a feeling of, um, I think she's now, now that it's like they've settled a little, it's three months after, three or four months after, it's the summer. And I think she's suddenly like, wait, all this attention that I've gotten is because of this thing that doesn't involve me. And I like, and the way that I inserted myself and the way that into I inserted it myself and like went after this girl. Was I think gross. I think she's feeling like regret. And I think she feels. Yeah. And I think there's also like a kind of looking back at like 
because she's always been pretty mean to Raquel. Like she's never been like to like very kind to her. No, and she and really... I think that there has to be a sense of like, damn, like this person is me and if i'm not kind to that being kind to them or like showing them grace i'm like not showing myself grace mm, yeah i think lala this 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 comes with like the gifts of sobriety is like you got you reckon with yourself in a more like honest way i think and i think that that's at play but then i also think there's a producer being like this is your storyline yeah. and you have to call her like do i believe truly that lala wants to like call her and no, like be friends absolutely no. not it's also like i think she started to catch flack for i think she came in way too hot she came in way too hot and she was getting like i think she, they it's were not her battle to fight and there was backlash against her of the way she talked to raquel i think like people like very online people were like you He's were sick. You you were that. going at like she's clearly not well mentally, and you were like telling basically telling her to kill herself. Yeah, they like all did. So like, yeah, that was bizarre. So I think there's a there's a few things happening, but I think there is genuine evolution happening with her. Mm -hmm. Um, James. Oh, she also questions Ariana's new man, which I don't. I don't question I his motive. I think he's sweet, but I'm I question. I think Ariana is like absolutely not processing and like to jump from like a 10-year relationship like serious relationship that imploded in the way that that relationship imploded to not even two weeks later having a new boyfriend you guys are in a crisis i'm on my way <laughs> i mean that is that's it's it's it it speaks to something mm -hmm. um I think she needed I'm like get the I, dick down and appreciate it. Yeah, I, I get. I get. She just needed to feel like loved and like appreciate. You know what I mean? But it is like it's. I also like wouldn't want to be with someone. No, if, I would. I would be like if I met someone and they were like, I literally just got out. Like the whole world knows that my ex just cheated on me with someone I thought was like our good friend. And like I'm now famous for this breakup, and I'm reeling because I was in love with them. I'd be like. With love and light, I will suck your dick and maybe we can fuck, but then, like, I'm out. I, I and everyone does it differently, but if, if I were Ariana, I'd be like, woo! Like, I'd be out fucking and sucking all the way over. I'd be so single and, like, just, like, monetizing. Better to monetize things. Like, why do you... I just don't... I would rather always be alone than, like just set having someone around to like have them around i'm just not but i'm like also not the kind of person that can like put up with that yeah like i'm i'm like i have a dog and she put up with sandoval i know she she deserves anything as I, sheena said anything is a step in the right direction but i'm also like girl like i think she, i think there's like a lot of self-esteem issues at play and I want her to really unpack that and like take it to the next fucking level. I, I I just want her to like just date a string of like incredibly famous people. She's a football man player. and male and female. I know. And just like You know what's crazy too with her becoming like the breakout Angelina Jolie of Vanderbump rules is that like we don't 
know that much about her like she is kind of like a person who's always had walls up like we don't that's why she's a good celebrity that's because you can just like project anything onto her that's she's a good celeb people don't like baggage i we didn't really know we we knew some things but like she was sort of but the things we've known are things that we can like identify with or be like oh that sucks you know what i mean like there's not we don't know like Mm. yeah Ariana and Sheena head to the famous. Oh wait, no, sorry. Schwartz, Schwartz and, and James, James get drinks, and Schwartz is like that. I felt I did feel a little bad for him in this moment. He seemed really like excited to be talking to someone. I think he's been like I, he's I think, been shunned. No, I think he's been like a recluse because he's been like I think not really able to go out in public, and he's like wearing his hat and he's. He's really excited. He brought a candle for James, and he's like, "I've been really getting into candles," which I'm like, "Okay, I get that." Yeah, I need also an ID on that candle. I need to be able to like take the temp and And know what we're working with here. He goes, "Ooh, it smells like a citrus puss." And Schwartz goes, "Said smells like citrus piss." Oh, they said puss. I think it was piss, and then turned into puss. And then Schwartz goes, goes. Because I think I literally was like, this is someone that hasn't been around other humans in months. Yeah. Schwartz, Sandoval's off in New Zealand. Schwartz is really triggering me. No, I, I, I'm, I, I don't, I'm not trying to like defend him. I just, I guess I can't help but feel a little bad for him. The people pleasing element is so out of control with him. And it's like, really sad. It's it something really, really bad is, happened to him as a child. It's freaking me out. I, I, I'm not trying to be like, I can't I will never defend his like who he was as a in a relationship with Katie. He was despicable and he's like a flop of a man, but I feel <laughs> I can't help but feel a little bad for him. He's sitting there, he looks tired, he's pale. He goes, ah. he's like, I and this could also be an act too. He's like, I haven't really been able to like go out in public. People I don't trust like, anything he says. I think he's so manipulative. Like I believe I that I believe that he's in hell, but yeah, I think you're being manipulated. Oh, no. This What's is like his. This is his whole thing. He went. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like an idiot. No, you just have to like. He has no light in his eyes. No light. He hasn't used. Tilapio is. Tilapio Schwartz is in full effect, and he's at this bar, and he goes, "I'll have a light beer," and then. James goes, oh, an espresso, please. Double espresso. He's not drinking, but he's smoking weed. He's smoking a vape pen from the morning he wakes up until he falls asleep at night and getting jacked up on espresso and Red Bull. I was like, you're basically speedballing through the day. James will succumb to the destructive power of weed. He already, I'm sorry, if you're waking and baking off a fucking vape pen. You're over 30 and waking and baking. You're done. You're you're you a weed to, addict. I'm sorry. You're a weed head. I'm sorry. Like, Get your shit together. I know together. The, the weed industrial complex is really strong, especially in LA. But no like, let me just say. No one to smoke weed from the second they wake up to the second you go to sleep. I judge. I don't judge anyone for like popping an edible at night or like smoking a little like after after the day is done. But like if you're waking and baking, Examine I'm, I'm judging it. you. I am too. I'm like, get it together. Um, you're not a real person. This is my Logan Roy. I love you, but you're not a serious person. Mm. That's what I say to people who wake and bake. James goes, yeah, I'm Cali sober now. And he goes, I think I'll never drink again. I'm like, yeah, because you know what's coming and you want to have a good. Yeah. And and also, this is what he was doing, though, the last time he got sober was he was on a weed pen. And it's like 
you're not actually sober. If you're fucked up during the day and your mind is altered, also like I love when people say they're sober but smoke weed and do like just say you don't drink. Like yeah. that's a little more honest. But like I love like sobriety life, and then meanwhile you're like inhaling like clouds of THC all day and like fucking chugging like 10 shots of espresso a day. He, I drink a quad in the morning. This man was drinking a quad at dinner. DJ life. Rockstar life. life. He goes, yeah, man, I've joined Equinox. And I'm like, can't wait to see you in the steam room. Oh my God. You're going to see him. I'll bet he goes to that Equinox. Oh no. He probably goes goes to the the valley. Yeah. Glendale. Schwartz says like the vibe at Schwartz and Sandy's was toxic and it felt like a zoo with people coming there to look at them. I was like, you're just now feeling like you're in a zoo. You've been in a zoo for a decade. Higher life has been being a zoo creature. You know why I think I have empathy for Schwartz? Why? Because the one time when I tried to ask him and the other boys for a picture, no one said yes except him. You know why I said yes? Because he can't say no. He goes, yeah, it's been a hard year for me, you know, with, with the divorce and then everything that happened this this spring and my brother's not doing well. and that bad made... for his brother. But I also don't want to know the details. Spare me. Yeah, I can't can't take that on. Ariana and Sheena meet at the Fairmont Hotel for a spa and you can see CAA in the background, which I love. I was like, this is true A-list treatment. <laughs> I like, thought they were for a second. I was like, are they going to CAA? Like, I was like, what? I thought they were at the Westfield Century City. I was like, thank God, a mall scene. Well, it's down the street. Yeah, but I was like, this is truly A-list, A-list life. I was like, they're at the Fairmont, the lap of luxury. Boulevard of the Avenue of the Stars. Sheena's getting a massage. They're getting like a couple's massage. And she goes, how's the sandwich shop? And I was like, Sheena also reveals she goes, Everyone thinks I'm on a Zempic, but it's literally just, you know, it's a good crash diet, Scannaball. I was like, Wait, Sheena, everyone on the show is a people pleaser and codependent. Mm-hmm. You need, if you're losing weight because of. No one's ever been more rocked. She's like, I, ha- I was diagnosed with the OCD and had to go on Zoloft. Yeah. I was like, She is your spiritual sister. She is, but like, I, I'm like, I've never been. Other than like things that happen in my own family or like I've never been rot or like a friend or something. I've never been like You got pretty rocked by COVID. No, but that was affecting me. I know. Well this is Sheena's COVID. Sheena, like I was this affected is her by COVID. COVID. This is her COVID nineteen. Listen, I was Scandal. affected. I was affected by COVID leading up to it and then the first two months. And then I was kind of like It You were affected for a while. But I I, I wasn't like one of those like it just is what it is. It's yeah. it's not an indictment. I'm saying, let's take it back to Sheena. She lost her goddamn mind. Scannable. It sent her over the edge. Well, also, I think I think what she's not talking about, which I understand why she's not, which Rachel revealed in her rogue, is that she was really rocked by the restraining order. Yeah. And I think that... And, like, why it was such a big deal, which rogue Rachel had to say, is because, like... Brock had his with the Brock situation yeah. and his like past of domestic violence. Like it could look bringing bad. any sort of restraining order for assault into the mix can affect like custody stuff. Like it can affect like it just is a horrible thing to have in ones. Yeah, and I think Sheena, I I can understand why she probably surprised, shocked herself at her because I do believe allegedly. No, I'm not even going to say it. What? I think she definitely did, like, punch Raquel. 
Yeah. And I think that potentially shocked her that she was like, she did that. I do. How about a punch? That was Sheena to Rick out. I don't think Sheena regularly like, punch. Like, I know she's like. Sheena Marim is not a violent no, person. So I think the whole, I think, I think that coupled with the restraining order and then with the, like the crazy attention, I think it's just, it was too much for her. And I think that's why she like kind of had broke a, her open. She had, it bro- it cracked her the fuck open. She is. It's been a fucking roller coaster. I'll say that. <laughs> But, like, she was more upset about it than Ariana at a certain point. I think she's gone through more, like, emotional processing than Ariana has. Wait, I was trying to write Sheena, and I wrote, this is the worst thing that's never happened to Schwab's. (laughs) Um, Ariana has blocked Schwartz since he went on Watch What Happens Live and had, like, a disastrous interview on there. I'm like, get this man, like... That he does not need to be doing any more interviews yeah, anywhere. Media coach. No, yeah. just don't. He needs to say no. Yeah. He needs to learn the power of saying no. Yeah. Um, but there's going to be a Tom Tom. James is DJing at Tom Tom in like the next day. So Ariana, but Ariana's going. I was like, why are you going? I was like, I got, you know what I going. love about Rachel Goes Rogue? And, like, this season of Vanderpump Rule, like, it's the perfect companion piece. I don't know if she put out an episode today, but I can't wait to listen. <laughs> but I love <laughs> the premiere podcast. Hey! <laughs> is the way that she implicates production and things. I'm like, these bitches are fucking just as messy as the cast of this show. And then I watch it and I'm thinking about, like the dastardly things that this production team is asking them to do. Like they're basically being like, you have to go back to Tom, Tom. Like we're going to film. James is going to do a five 30 PM set at Tom, Tom. You all have to be there. Put your denim tube dress on, throw your hair in a bun, be there or else you don't get paid. Sit at the exact seat you sat at the night. Your, the... your world was shattered. Yeah. And we're going to peep everyone behind a velvet rope and they're going to film you and you better do a nice, happy little dance. Cause you're Angelina Jolie now. And they have well, no choice but to say yes. Well, Rogue Levis said that. And unless during, you go rogue, you're beholden to their every whim. Rogue Levis said that during seat filming season 10, when they were at Lake Havasaw and she and Charlie <laughs> were like, we want to leave immediately. They had we're to safe here. They had to spend a night working out a plan to get through production. Like that's. That was Epstein level. It was. And so they had to come. They had to like work out a plan because production was not going to let them leave. And Charlie was like, bitch, let's get the fuck out. I rented a car to come here. I don't want to be here anymore. They stayed up all night. So they stayed up all night. Whispering to each other. Because, because Rogue Levis, it's hard for her to say no too. So she had to go to production and they were like, <laughs> they were like, hey, what's up? And she was like, um, Charlie and I don't feel safe here. And we want to go back to LA. And they go, oh, well, before you go, you have to tell them that you're going to crash boys' night tonight at the Mondrian. And she was like, really? And they were like, yeah. They were like, yep. You and have she to goes, say it. She goes, fine, I'll fine. do it. She goes, I was so hungover. And I like couldn't even think. I'll just do it. And then she did that. And they were like, now you have to go to boys' night. And she's like, I just want to sleep. She's and they like, were I haven't like, slept in months. And they go, we don't give a shit. So she went to boys' night. And then, ugh. She was at their, you're at their every whim. I didn't realize that it was like that, that they can like control you like that. But I guess it makes sense because it is also your job. Like you have to show up for like call time and like film with people. But 
But I'm like, it's a lot. I'm like, you're at the mercy of these people who are like morally, manipulating you. Morally unsound producers. It is like, it's pretty wild. It's un- It's not chic. I would not want to be in that position with like these people. I mean, I don't really want to be near these people, but certainly not in like a working capacity. And then to also like be have my job make them look worse than they already do is like <laughs> kind of soulless in a way. Well, yeah, that's like what but that show I'm Unreal just is about. Them and I'm like, there to know that there's like evil lurking behind the can behind the camera is behind the candelabra. It's true. It's like brings a whole new layer to watching it. Rachel uh, going rogue is the best thing that's ever happened to me. The then we get a transition shot and there's a shot of a basketball missing the loop. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Ariana FaceTimes her new boyfriend. And she's like, I'm I'm a little nervous. And he's like, why? And he's like, she's like, I have to go to Tom Tom. And he's kind of like, what? I was like, you? he's like, why she are doesn't you? Going? Know your life, like. To see her talking like so casually to someone that I was like, he has no idea. Like, you guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lisa, we finally see Bazunga's Nana. <laughs> jo- Nana, Judge. everyone slow mo walks into Tom Tom, and Lisa's like, <laughs> <laughs> what if she? What if she walked and just walked? What like- if her boobs entered the frame first? What, what if, if she, she just... had like the you know the Canadian woodshop teachers oh, yeah. massive jugs with I... huge nips? I need Lisa to have jugs out to here. I want her jugs to get bigger and bigger every episode until they are literally like sweeping the floor. What if she caused like a traffic jam, like a like a like a fender bender, like a car rolls over yeah. one of them? Everyone... And she's like, "Ouch, back up, darling." Boom, boom. Like she goes. Beep, she beep. walks up like this. Hi, Tom. Tom is packed to the gills people are waiting full of people that are trying to keep their cool but have also never been more excited in their life they're everyone at tom tom is like this everyone's like that <laughs> even people at the bar next door are like filming as people walk by men and wo- it's not just like men and women everyone who's there is like this <laughs> like trying so hard not to look directly into the camera i've never been more uncomfortable we get a shot of logan our king yeah Ariana, Ariana and Katie walk up. Some Ari- gay is at a bar next door just going... At Motherload? <laughs> or Beaches? The one Beaches, yeah. yeah. They're all like this. And and um, Ariana goes, it's a lot different from the last time we walked in together. And then we see them like at the opening of it. I was like, oh, yeah. Times have really changed. Um, Ariana just is icing out Schwartz. He- Schwartz says that Ariana is the patron saint of scored women. I was like, shut up. Shut up. up. He- Lisa seems really out of her depth she's these, out of it she's she's like hanging with, she and ken are just like mentally deteriorating in villa rosa but she looked she looked kind of like <laughs> sheepish and a little like just very <laughs> like she looked very apart from the other girlies like when she was sitting with them and she looked there was guilt on her face did you see the shame and guilt a little i saw a, like a flash of it like she she's like like the ramifications of this are yet to be determined. But there was a moment where Ariana holds up her glass and she goes, to a summer of bad bitches. And then everyone cheers and Lisa goes, what's that? And they go, it's a bad bitch. And so I was like, Nana, get her walker and get her to bed. 
Yeah, she just was sitting there, like, a mo- holding that? her little purse. And what's that? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> <laughs> to a summer of bad bitches. What's what's that? What's that? <laughs> I was scared. And and then Tom goes over to a bartender, and he after he gets dejected from Ariana, who he's like, can I get you a drink? And she just went. She, he goes, hi, Ariana. And she goes. And he goes over to a bartender. He goes, can I have a hug? He's like, don't hug. Wear some deodorant. Then he also, just me. be like. Just take it on the chin. She doesn't want to talk to you. It's fine. He goes up to her later again and is like, hey, Ariana, good to see you. And then she's like, like, she's not going to fucking talk to you. Yeah. You let her man fuck. Be a man. Her friend in your apartment. Yeah. But just also. Be a man. Grow, be a man. Grow up here. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, I understand why Ariana doesn't want to fucking talk to you. You. Tom use your apartment as like a place to have an affair yeah i would be like never talk to me again be like we're done we're done bitch we're done we're done there's consequences for your actions but tom is a he's like a he's gotten away with this his whole life he's able always able to charm his way back in but now now the rug isn't pulled over him and we all see like just what a worm is he's the real worm he's a total worm Lala takes Lisa aside. I feel ashamed that I had empathy for him. It's fine. I think a lot of people have. I had a, I fantasized sexually about Tom Sandoval last night. Really? I think I I saw Billy Lee. I fantasized about like him crying and us fucking. Wow. And it really did something for me. Like him like weeping. Weep fucking. Like weep, like him like sad sob thrusting sob thrusting on top of me and i was like this is it for me damn i know it i was saw hot. billy lee i think driving away they're, from they're the everywhere they're everywhere i thought that was an omen i'm not sure i believe it was her though Schwartz goes, ariana it's good to see you man sup and then lisa turns to ariana and ariana's like getting overwhelmed and i think understandably she's like there's a hundred, two hundred people. There's girls chomping at the bit. There's people there's behind a-, a velvet rope filming your every move. People are like lining up, like staring at you as you're in the literal place where your entire life like fell apart. People are literally like it's it's like you know how in the Kardashians there's just like you realize sometimes where they go places, like especially in the older and the E series, because it was less production value. And you see they would like hide crowds of people every time they entered a building mm-hmm. but there you know there's like 30 people just waiting outside a crowd sort of. is a crazy yeah so you're over she's overwhelmed she's like never been more famous she's an a-list she's angelina jolie and she's sitting at this table Not only famous it like has the good grit like can do no wrong like everyone every move she makes everyone's like yes queen so she and ariana that's seems crazy that's destabilizing no and she seems like the from what I've garnered from her, like, she seems like the kind of person that's, like, pretty, like, humble and, like, you know what I mean? And I feel like that would be, that would be very disorienting. Yeah. And I think, so she starts kind of... Also, when you're just at, like, a low point and people are doing that, you're yeah. like... Whoa. Wh-? Like, you can't process. And then Lisa goes, are you all right, dear? And she goes, are you all right? <laughs> and I was like, this is... For shame, because I I had a I had a shot a flash that Lisa knew about it. Darling, are you depressed? Are you depressed? 
but she i think lisa I think was lisa also knew about it somewhat I think production kind of knew about it, too. Rogue thinks so. Rogue thinks so, yeah. But Lisa also was probably overwhelmed by the crowds, too, because she's never... I mean, even with her housewives, like, she's never had this level of, like... No, fervor. Lala goes, Nana, can I go feed you some cream corn over in the corner? And <laughs> Lisa goes, yes, darling. And then they go talk about rock. But perhaps we can go somewhere a little quieter, because it's a little... It's a little... It's a little chaotic out here. Lala goes, I'll turn your hearing aid up. We'll go in the corner over here. There's a jar of applesauce waiting for us at that two top in the other room. I'll feed you. I'll give it to you. I brought a spoon. I brought a spoon. Okay, darling. Let's go. (laughs) So they go to the side and Lala puts in the work that the producers told her to, which is... She feels bad that Rock is going to have to live with this, like, label for the rest of her life. And it is, like, her. And she said, I felt for her in that her big final confessional when she said the big reason why I was so loyal to Sandoval through this, like, the scandal breaking is because I knew that if I lost him, I would have no one. Not resonated with Miss Kent. Because she goes, I've been called everything. I've been called homewrecking horror. And she goes, and when you put it all out there, it it is true. I'm always was, happy to see someone own own the whoreness. I respected her for being. She was. It's important to like that. Felt real. Yeah, that didn't feel like that. Felt genuine. From no, her. I think there's genuine, but I also think this is like they are pulling out. All the stop. Like, it's clear that they still think Raquel is going to, like, has a chance of coming back on the show. So they're oh. like, so I think production is like, what can we do to, like, lure her back? Oh. And this is a huge part of it. I but think about now that. that we know that Rogue Levis has set the story straight. I'm like, good luck, dolls, because Raquel has fucking gone rogue. And then she goes outside. And, and- Lisa, wait, Lisa goes, it's quite surprising that she even had the bowls to go against him, really. About Rock, mm-hmm. the bowls. Because she's also like, I want her to come back. Yeah, they're both gunning. And then, and then she resorted to baiting her with her dog, which is like, I know. We'll get to that. I'm sure that'll be. Lala then is like, I, I think I'm gonna go maybe try to talk to her or like at least send let, leave her a message. And Lisa goes, All right, darling. Where'd you say the applesauce was? She goes, I'll get someone to come and give it to you. What's that? They'll be right back. Oh, you said you have it that? <laughs> she just puts like a blanket over her <laughs> face. <laughs> and Lisa goes, she just close your eyes and someone will be back. Okay, John. Um, then Lala goes outside in the back deck and she goes, she goes, let me see if I even have her, if she blocked me. Oh, no, I, I still have her number. She sends her like a voice note over DMs. Which I'm like, they they did voice notes in Night Detective, which I actually like that they're using implementing voice notes more because that's real. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Hey, girl, it's me, Lala. Not even sure if you're gonna get this or if you're gonna listen to anything I say, but I don't know if you're back in LA, but I'd love to maybe chat with you about a few things if you're open to that, girl. Okay, girl. I I wish you're well, girl. This is like." crazy and then she goes oh my god she she read it she saw it which i'm like of course she did it must also just feel insane to be 
rock in this moment. You are literally fresh out of the insane asylum and then your sworn enemy is sending you a voice note and you know that they're filming. So you're like, I know what this is. It's kooky. I still have that flash of Raquel being videoed paying for her massage at a spa in Arizona. Like, and she... It actually, oh, yeah. I almost started crying watching it because I was like, like, it's over for her. No, I just felt that's such like a private, even that that's like a, that's so like, that's a private moment to be paying. Like, she, I don't know. Everyone got weird. Everyone got really and, weird with these people. <laughs> um, There's a slow-mo flash to Sheena sit dancing and you just see her going. And then you just see Ariana go. And there's cameras flashing and just like rabid women are being like, I was like, this is once again, you guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. I wrote, this is all too much. It was too much. I was like, I'm not buying it. I don't think anyone's truly happy right now. The next day, Schwartz. We get his horrific apartment, the carpet in his bedroom. You guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. (laughs) That was me to his dogs when his dog crawled out from under the bed, his traumatized little dog, Butters, who's seen horrors that we can only in our darkest hours imagine. Is it named for the South Park character? I think so. Um, I love their dogs, but you and I both know that those dogs have seen the absolute face of hell. Yeah. Katie comes over for the dog swap. And you can always tell Katie's like, Katie are, basically man. has to like wear like a clothes pin on her nose when she walks in. Cause she's it's, and he goes, Hey, but he goes, Hey, Hey, he's like, do you want to stay and hang for a minute? And she goes, sure. But now I watch it through the lens of literally pro- someone from production was like, you have to stay and sit on the couch and talk to him. So she, you see her like basically put like a newspaper down <laughs> on her and she's like, why do these men love nothing more than a disgusting brown carpet? They love it. You know how it smells. It smells crazy in there. You know. It's, they love it. They, he loves it so much that he's replicated that in the form of a blanket that he like puts on his couch. He goes, Ariana didn't talk to me last night. And he's like, I, I just want to like talk to her. And Katie goes... Katie's basically like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, she's Angelina Jolie now. Like, <laughs> one thing I noticed, too, is, like, as we see in the next scene, all the girlies now are, like, Katie, a... Katie not so much. No, because Katie's one of the OGs. So Katie always still has, like, she's, like, one of the, the witches of whatever, the witches of we. She always will have, like, a little bit of power over all these girls. But you see, like, Sheena and Lala, I think, are, like, desperate to stay in Ariana's good graces. But Katie's like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you were flop. Like, she hates you. I, she hates you. Like, do you blame her? She's more famous than God. Don't even try. Like, you live in this apartment. Yeah. And then all the girlies gather for a big girls' night out at the den. I, I wrote, not the den. I've never been there. Have you? Yeah, I think so. It's like a sunset. I think it's like Sunset Boulevard. It's time for them to leave the Sunset Strip. I know. Just it's for the love damage. of God. It's for done the love damage. of God. Katie's outfit when she <laughs> you guys are in a crisis I'm on my way actually all of their outfits except for Sheena's were you guys are in a crisis <laughs> I'm on my way 
they were all sitting they're all sitting at the table for girls night and lala and sheena literally are, are looking at ariana like this and katie's just like i respect katie just being like cool, katie like literally has like made seven women come on the like <laughs> the time she gets there yeah she's just like every woman she's looked at like some have just looked back at her and been like Ooh. Ah! and like some she just like grabbed their crotch <laughs> i imagine Katie's like this katie rolled up Martins. on like the loudest motorcycle you've ever heard like one of those harleys where when it drives by you it literally like scrambles your yeah. brain it was like <laughs> she takes off her helmet and goes and a girl looks at her and she goes, <laughs> and the girl goes, <gasps> and then another girl is like bending over, like putting something in a parking meter. And Katie's like, mm, like just like girls. And she's like, ah. and then like another girl turns and is like holding a dog at like a, a dog by the leash. And Katie just goes, mm. oh my God. And the, her and the dog even are like, ah. and then like, <laughs> Katie, just like every woman she walks by is like so turned on. She instantaneously would, coming. She did walk into that. She walked in with a lot of swagger. That. Yeah. she The hostess was like, hi, how many people are in your party? And Katie just grabbed her by the face and goes, <laughs> and just spits in her mouth. And the hostess is like, ah. And <laughs> Katie's got... The biggest motorcycle dyke swag I've ever seen. Though the girl has like, she has like, the hostess has like a swoop bang. And then Katie, (laughs) she goes, how many to see? And then Katie just goes up and she goes, (laughs) and blows the bag up. And she goes, ah! (laughs) And she sits down like this. The waiter goes like, can I get you new? Yeah, she sits down she goes. (laughs) (laughs) She's Dea Dea Delaria. (laughs) She is. (laughs) She's fully, like, she's just like this. She is like finger blasting people left. Good. And I right. hope she is. This energy is what we've been craving. So she's a fucking truck driver. She is. So they're all they're all sitting there and then Lala's like She's like drowning in pussy juice. She Her is. hair is slicked back, not by gel, by vaginal juices. She <laughs> she she's literally like going down on someone like going down on a girl who's just squirting and squirting going ah katie ah and then squirts all over and what does katie do she goes oh my god no she doesn't slick her hair back she gives a side part yeah she She does a fall that's that's it that's the hair that's the lesbian hair she truly is channeling, and I'm she so happy for so, her. She's a fucking Dale vibe. She's, she's truly. She's a goddess. Hey. She's like she goes, Shiva hey, the Destroyer. What are you doing later tonight? She looks over at a girl's out on a date with her boyfriend, and she looks over at the girl, and she goes, and the girl goes. The girl goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and The guy goes, hey. He goes, hey, that's my lady. And she goes, not anymore. <laughs> Not after tonight. Um, Lala is like, this is weird. Lala basically is like, I'm not sure if you like me, or Ariana, tolerate or tolerate me. me. And then this is when I'm like, okay, now everyone's like. But I'm also like. like me, which I get. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I love about this show is it truly makes you examine your own demons. But, but, all right. But, 
around it's like yeah of course i like you she's like bitch i've eaten your pussy like yeah. it's fine i was like these two have had sex i know i was like ariana looks at her kind of like tall she goes i like you a lot sheena goes i do think you guys need a you moment and then he's like okay sheena yeah sheena's kind of annoying me i'm gonna be honest sheena I need her to get back to being on the damn beat. Yeah, she's not on the beat right now. She's which a I little get. bit off she's the shaken. beat. She's shaken. She's on Zoloft, and sometimes when you go through an OCD flare-up and you have to up the Zoe, you get off the beat. As someone who suffers from OCD myself, I I understand how ground-shaking it is and how, like, shattering it can be. But, like, you gotta get back up on the beat. <sighs> when you fall off the beat, the most important thing you can do is find that beat once again dust yourself off and straddle Get that back beat. on the beat so then lala's like well i need after she says that she goes i need to tell you girl something girl she goes girl i need to tell you something girl this and is Ariana's charlotte like, miranda carrie samantha and ariana goes what what is it girl and she goes girl <laughs> i need to be real with you girl and they're like katie goes, katie goes like the, she puts like chewing tobacco in <laughs> and then she goes Girl, I reached out to girl. Girl, I reached out to Raquel. Girl, <laughs> I left her a message. Girl, and she then goes, I don't want her to wear this for the rest of her life. Girl, and Sheena goes. She goes. Katie goes. Katie goes like this. Katie goes. Picks a pube out of her teeth. <laughs> she goes. <laughs> and Sheena goes like this. <laughs> and Ariana's just kind of like, all right, all right, if you need to do that. And she's like, girl, I just like I had to like. Let her know, girl, that like she's not alone, girl. <laughs> you know, like girl, like she she is she needs to know, like she was alone, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but she needs to know that she's not this this doesn't have to be who she is. This doesn't have to define her. Like she I am like too with her. late. <laughs> it is too it it absolutely defines her. Lame, baby. Now it's too late. And then Ariana's kinda like Okay, why did you tell me this? She's like, I'm really tired. I'm tired. I shot a Glad commercial today. I have a cat litter spot tomorrow. Like, I gotta work. She's like, girl. But okay, can you? Can I tell you something that I never, ever in a million years thought that I would feel this way? Okay, girl. Girl, when I saw these powerful women together at this table on a girls' night out, I said, I would love for them to carry the torch of this show and like i could watch a show that is like these powerful women just like being here for each other fighting but ultimately being family but they need one more girly in the mix to really drive it home and you know who i found myself missing in that moment stassi stassi I hate myself for it. I hate myself. Listen, it's honest. I hate myself. It's honest. But I said I could really use her right about now. It is it is interesting to imagine what her I mean what her take and vibe would bring to this dynamic if this show was centered around the women and the men were like friends of or just like idiots that you check in on every once in a while. I think James and Allie, I could lose them. I Cut don't them think out. That, and I think that they're kind of tertiary at this point. Like they are not really organically in the mix. I'm like, Allie, who are you with love and light? Get out, girl. 
And like James, I'm truly feeling like your his days are numbered. But like these women, these women, I'm into it. And Should I was like, the woman? we need one more woman. And that woman, unfortunately, it's all they all got. Is is Maloney still friends with her? Yeah. Christina Kelly should come back. Yeah, where the fuck is that bitch? Selling wind chimes in Venice? I don't know. <laughs> I forgot about her. I didn't. Old scowl. She was big part of last season. I know. You were moved by her. She always, like, I just forget. No, she scared me. Yeah. Then we get the ultimate, hello, goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> we see a late night at the Tom and Ariana's Valley Village home. Castle of Hell. Remember those like airport vans that would pick you up? Mm-hmm. What were they called? My family like a flyaway or something? No, it like it was like they picked. They're it was blue like a, and yellow. It was like a caravan to take pick you what up at your up house. With those it was crazy. So nineties. I was also like, it's like when you go to Hibachi and there's someone else at your table. You're like, why are you in this van? I know it's me? very unsettling. Like I don't want to see your house. I don't want you to see my house. But like one of those pulls up to Tom's <laughs> Ariana's house. It's like four in the morning, man. All right, and Tom walks up, bag over. He has like the hobo, like what is that called? That little stick, the hobo stick. <laughs> mm-hmm. He walks in and he goes, "Hey, is anyone here? Goes, Hello? Hello? Is Ariana there? I don't know. I knew they were gonna not let us see him until the final moments of the episode, though. I just knew they were gonna do us like that. He's back in town, man, and he went through a lot. I'm kind of excited to see what." psychotic elements he brings to the table oh and we actually saw the postcard that raquel sent which Mm -hmm. was full of lightning bolts bolts and i I love that she rogue levis got ahead of that one rogue levis you know what rogue levis picked up the beat where sheena left off and now rogue is on the fucking beat sheena has some shenanigans to get into she's more compelling her podcast is more compelling than i thought it would be i don't know why i'm so obsessed with it I'm also like, it's fucking crazy to be obsessed with this podcast because I know things I don't want to know. No, like, because, well, Sheena's cat had to get like a mercury treatment. I'm like, why do I know this now? I'm tried, glad I know. I tried so hard for most of my existence and relationship with this show to not know about like details beyond just Cat what illness. I see. I yeah. don't want to know that. But now here I am knowing it and being like, yeah, she fucking cats it for Sheena's cat and she did pay rent and she helped Sheena's cat because Sheena's cat had a mercury issue and she had to get a mercury treatment and it couldn't be around Summer Moon. And now I'm like knowing my new and it kind of honestly feels a tad good. No, it's I think it's all like it makes she makes a good case for herself. I want Rogue straight to the dome. I want every day. Ra- Rachel goes Rogue needs to turn into like a Rogan style three hour long daily podcast missive. Rogue though needs to like what she needs to go more rogue she needs to go more rogue against sandoval i didn't like her being like this 40 year old but that was just my own like i'm like don't bring well, like age into yeah this. it's a little like it's a little monica of her um to be like but like i still feel like there's what if she gets back together with San? that would be the ultimate the going the roguest sometimes when you go so rogue you can only rogue so far until you come back around to the beginning of the rogue circle that might be the genius move to just make the show even more i would shit myself it would transcend if they got back together that would be like the singularity they honestly should they never will i know but like 
I would love to God imagine. Damn it. Can't, can't Rogue come back? She will. I think that. Look I think you, that Maloney. She will. I'm fucking radicalized by one motorcycle Maloney. But I'm just like, come the fuck back. Like, come out. Don't no. ask her back. They better just offer $2 million flat rate. She's going <laughs> so rogue, they can't afford to not have her in the mix. But if she goes so rogue that she doesn't even need to be in the mix, how rogue is too rogue? How rogue is too rogue is just, hey! That's rogue. <laughs> That's rogue. Rachel goes roger. Rachel goes roger is just her going, Hey! <laughs> and just giggling for 45 minutes. Joe Roger. <laughs> There's a new Rogan in town. Can I just say really quick, too, before we end? Joe Rogan is such an idiot. <laughs> I haven't listened to his podcast no, like, recently. Every time I see like, a clip of his like come up on Twitter, he just always sounds like really dumb. It's just like a bro yeah. like podcast talking. I don't get why people get so ramped up about it i'm like this is not that serious mm-hmm. it's really not people are like, it's the greatest the greatest people mind. are like love it which is great and but people get so angry yeah. about it and i'm like it's really like cool it cool your jets a everyone needs to cool it everyone both, really needs to cool sides. it and just listen to one podcast and one podcast only and that's fucking rachel goes rogue well, why I'm, am i shilling for i live we've literally done like We've probably done like twenty thousand dollars worth of SpawnCon for Rogue. That's just how it be. When it's that good, <laughs> when it's that good, you just have to shell for free. Everyone has this in their grips. Here we are again. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy that it feels like we're on the right path. At least it feels like home. I'm absolutely certain that after some of my admissions, many of the listeners feel like this. You guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. That's like me every time I speak. <laughs> um, okay, let's shout out some rogues. You guys are all rogues. These are the, we have a rogue army we of do. 25. 25 people who are constantly going as rogue as humanly possible. This is possible. the rogue you can get in Patreon. This is actually going the roguest that one can rogue. It's Come big. on, rogue. Do the rogue do, 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 is do, do, do. to sign up for the cult member level $50 a month for a shout out. That's what you want. Sarah Elizabeth. Sarah Elizabeth. Lucy from London. London. Brooke Johansson. Brittany Ryan Rogue. Danielle McRogue. Danielle McRogue. Lady Swanbridge gives, gives no, no rogues. Lazar Rogue. Oh. Miles Miles a rogue. Mary. Mary. Rogue Mary. That's Mary. what we call her in these Rogue streets. Mary got a bit of Mike Earhart. Mike Earhart. Carrie Rogues. Wait, Amelia Earhart's plane possibly discovered. I love that. Another proud lads. Yeah. She this was, is the year of the she was le- serving. This cunt. is the year of the lesbian. She was really serving when she when she disappeared. Hell yeah! That's the most, that's Nothing the most is more cunt than going missing, for a plane, years. disappearing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like truly disappearing, and no one knows where you yeah. even are. Sharon Baum, realtor, rogue, rogue realtor. Ross Stanley, rogue Stanley, rogue Stanley. Owsley, Ow- roguesley. Mariah K, Maroga K. <laughs> Kathy West. Kathy Rogue. Rochelle Martino. Rogue Shell Martino. Rogue Shell Martino. Kit Morg. Kit Rogue. Kit Morg. Hashtag Hillary Barbie. Change Hashtag, that. Change it. Change it now, please. We love Hashtag you. Orlanda. Love and light to you. Love and light to you. Rogue Landa. Rogue Landa. 
Patron of the rogues. Rogue of the patrons. Nick Sidero-rogue. Rogue Sidero's. (laughs) Emily. Emily. Kim Lucas. Kim Rogue. (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey. Rogama, Rogama, Rogama. Rogama, Rogama, Rogama. Kim Rogue. Kim Rogue. Guys, love and light to you. Guys, tickets are on sale for our tour coming up in a, less than a month. Yeah, go to sexuniquepodcast.com for tickets um, and click the links. See you below. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. I know I'm feeling, cause I know, I know.